All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of Crossing Swords. As always, I'm Andrew. And I'm quite unprepared. I don't have a witty comeback this morning, uh, today. You haven't had one for a long time, so don't make it sound like it's just... Do you know what? I've had a lot thing. on my mind. I've had a... You know, there's been a lot going on. Like I got, I got, the, I got the COVID. You got the vid. That, oh, if anything, honest, you had more time to sit around to and think I'm going to be witty. playing... I'm going to be milking that one out for a long time, so you better get ready for that. Yeah, and I bet like you just had... I bet it's like the least worst chest infection you've ever had in your life, because you get a lot of those. I mean, I'm, I've literally already added it to my... Um, <clears throat> to my prostitute profile it does I, say I i've had it. i've had the covid so prepared it might not last as long <laughs> whereas before i had to come up with all kinds of excuses every time i mean yeah, like, oh yeah, this doesn't yeah. normally happen when it, you know obviously that is the norm but yeah so <laughs> i don't even know what to do with that uh but guys this week is a football episode and the reason we know that is because someone just magically appeared here yes. just before we start recording it doesn't happen every time but sometimes just jake turns up and ash appears yeah the, the secret, the secret is you have to look in the mirror, say his name three times, and crack open a can for the boys. <laughs> Do you know what? Just like with uh, a certain Mary, I, I, I don't think I could bring myself to do it. No, no, no. Just can't risk You've it. You've got to be careful though, because you might summon Boris. So it's like a fine <laughs> balance. <laughs> what by, by saying what? By cracking open a cold one for the boys. Oh, I see. I see. Uh, I, I don't think <laughs> Boris doesn't scream beer drinker to me, but Pims. But anyway, but that's not <coughs> what we're here to talk about today. Tell the people what we're here to talk about, Ash. We're here to talk about football and the footballing world. And there's a, it's it's a busy there's time. A, there's for been football. a lot going on, and obviously we don't do these as often, so a lot more happens in between the episodes. We cover and we a lot. Have time we cram to, a lot in. We're always, always. Especially and we do the pod Ash as well. Here. We do the pod, and we do a lot of cramming. And we do the podcast in and out of the well. pod. Yeah, there's a lot of in and out in. Um, but one of the things we talked about last time, and we were quite harsh about him, and I wanted to cover it this time, was uh, Mikel Arteta. I wanted to have another conversation about him. The general consensus between the three of us last time was just that he was not nobody, and he's not <coughs> the man. I still don't think he's the man to take him to that next level, but I do have to admit, I am impressed with how he's turned him around. Yeah. And I do have to admit, I think I think one of the big telling points was the Abamyang thing. <coughs> okay. And how he handled that. Well, basically, I telling him to fuck off. Well, yeah, the handling the discipline thing and then saying well, well, you're not a in the seat. And also, in place. <laughs> with the greatest respect, can we just talk about the fact that he's? It's like working with a handicap when you have Granite Jack on your team. <laughs> <laughs> that man is. It's a bit like having Jamie Carragher in your team. That at some moment he's going to fuck you over. You just don't know when yeah. or where. Ash, our thoughts on Mikel Arteta. I mm, I feel like he's had enough of the players. Well, all of them. Well, it seems like it. Instead of waiting to get a replacement and he's just getting rid of him now. Yeah. Like yeah. <coughs> their team is running very thin. I'm wondering who they have left to sell. Well the funny thing is uh Abamyang, who again I just like bringing this up every time we have this conversation, I called about two years ago now saying they should have sold him when they had the chance. You know, hate to say I'm right, but I'm right. I but anyway, he's yeah. being linked with a move to Saudi Arabia at the moment. But apparently he's holding out for a European move. Well yeah. Well, Newcastle wasted their money on Chris Wood. That's a very weird one, and I do want to yeah. come on to um, Newcastle. Yeah. Okay, we'll save that then. Um, I if think we can just <coughs> finish on Arsenal, what do we think of them now compared to last night? I think for me, their squad looked stronger just in terms of cohesion than it did before. I don't I necessarily think, think the football's amazing or their performances are amazing, but I think they're working together as a unit to a degree that's getting I think results. they're missing a leader in the team. Yeah, I think that's fair. I mean, when you're looking to players like Aubameyang, who was the club captain, and players like Jacker, who's supposed to be a leader in the dressing room, being a captain before, when you're relying on those sorts of people, you haven't really got leaders, have you? Um, <coughs> I think who has done very well? Um, Saka's done very well as well. But it, last year, year, year right. before, I mean, he, he couldn't score. Now he's like their only source of goals. That's fair. Um, I've I've liked Emil Smith Rowe. He looks like a De Bruyne. De Bruyne. Yeah. What right. do we make of, of this thing of? of trend in football where someone's always got to be the something something you know yeah. like the the place name Messi like you know oh, that he's, he's I just think that's all brand isn't it I think it just goes into that I don't think it really means anything it doesn't really bother me no no Ash I don't know why they just can't be themselves yeah, I mean, I have an issue Some with... philosophical shit. Like, every time <laughs> any young player comes through in this country, if he's half-decent, we go, oh, he's the next Wayne Rooney, or he's the I next... Don't, can I just say, I don't think anyone's ever said he's the next Wayne Rooney. I Wayne Rooney is a good... Is a, is a, was a good player, whatever. He was never exactly like a marketable 
poster boy for football. I don't know. He was the face for Pepsi for quite a few years. And what a hideous face it was. <laughs> Everyone would rather have Coke. Yeah, if, if you want to be, I prefer next. Pepsi to Coke. You're talking to the wrong man. If you want to be the next forward, you want to be Henri Ronaldo. I guess so. I mean, yeah. I'm I'm a massive Wayne Rooney fanboy, so I think. Well, so I take it you've got it in your, your bedroom. Yeah, yeah. I was weirdly photoshopped onto Dappy's body. But I think for me, he was what I like in an English forward, a bit like Alan. It's just an old-fashioned goal scorer. So what do I presume all. you've got in your notes to talk about Rooney currently? I, I actually didn't this time. Okay, well then, shall we leapfrog on and discuss that briefly? We absolutely can, yeah. What, what do we? I mean, last time we spoke about Rooney, we basically sort of said we... Um, Felt like he was given a shit hand, and that you can't really judge him I off think of he's, that. He's doing. I think he's doing really well. At so do I. He is doing really well. Um, I mean, did, imagine if they pull it off. I mean, he has been linked with the Everton job. My belief is now that it's between Pereira and. Oh my god! Did um, anyone see the Pereira giving going on Sky Sports News, <laughs> phoning in and talking about how he'd interviewed for the Everton job and yeah, talking? Yeah. Like going, oh well, yeah. This is what that, I was talking about in the interview, and it's like, well, it's how fucking one of the something that makes you go, Do you know what? <coughs> oh, probably one of the weirdest him. things I've seen. No, it only no. happened the other day. No, oh, okay. It can't have been big enough news. No, and the other person's Lampard, and um, I mean, again, our opinions on him previously were that he's pretty much unproven. He wouldn't have got the Chelsea job unless they were in the situation they were in. And he obviously hasn't had a job since. I think Lampard's going to be a journeyman manager. Yeah, and I don't think it will be a long journey. I think it'll be two or three jobs where he does he gets less and less return for what he puts in. I think he'll just be. I think he'll just bounce around the leagues, Championship, League One, getting clubs to mid table. I don't then. know if he even goes below the Championship. I think if he gets to that stage, he's the sort of person. He's got enough money. He doesn't need it. He just walks away. I could see him being England manager at some point. Like really, I think there, I'd like far more agree if you were saying Gerard, but not Lampard. It's funny though, isn't it? The debate continues. Yeah, Gerard's destined for Liverpool. I think you're right, but I could definitely see him being the England manager as well. Doing quite well at Villa, Gerard. Yeah, he's done all right. Yeah, he's had a few injuries. They've really backed him though, like signing Luca Dinia and. Philip Coutinho, um, and I mean, Callum Chambers is less enthusiastic. When I saw yeah, that, I was a bit like, oh, it sort of takes the shine off of the free, other two a little it was bit. A free transfer. Free yeah, transfer. Free, so. Oh, no, all right, fair <coughs> enough. Yeah, he's no Chris Wood. He's <laughs> no Chris Wood. <laughs> all right, well, that takes me on. We might as well go to it because it's come up a couple of times now. What do we think of the Newcastle takeover since it's happened? So we haven't talked since the Newcastle takeover, have we? No, I think at the time, I don't know if they were. We did. It wasn't going on, so we didn't really discuss it. It seems like we're heading for a two-horse, a sort of La Liga sort of league where we have City and Newcastle run the roost. Are we, though? Well, they're going to have to come back from the championship first. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, the this is f- they're making. well, it's interesting because today they've just agreed a deal for £38 million for um, a Brazilian box-to-box midfielder from Lyon. Oh, whose name I can't Gambaros or something. Something right? like that, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And um, they have ref- they basically they've ha- Sevilla have done what most clubs do with a club. Well, they've hiked up, the, yeah. prices, hiked up yeah. the prices, and the player Chelsea were trying to sign in the summer, Diego Carlos, who's a centre back. Yeah. Um, basically, Sevilla said at the start of the window they'd accept offers of thirty million. So Newcastle went in and went, "All right, well, here's thirty million." They went, "Oh no, no, we want fifty now." Oh, I heard it was only thirty-seven and a half. Oh, see, I heard fifty, and I was. So. Yeah, Yours is probably more realistic, I but they like, basically said, no, we're not paying about 30. Pay 37 and a half. The thing is that it's the probably the sensible thing to do. As all the, as all the memes have shown, it's like, you can't be like, we're the richest club in the world, and they've been like, you guys want to charge us how much? Like, you're the richest, yeah. you're backed by <laughs> fucking and look, billion, it just billionaires. It's the same for every other big yeah. club with money, or when any team comes into money, like when Tottenham sold Gareth Bale, immediately any player Tottenham go for afterwards, it's got a higher price. It was like when we went, wanted Van Dijk. We sold Coutinho for one thirty, and Southampton. I mean, who what we needed bit of business that was. I mean, uh, let's be honest, that's mental. Don't know. I still don't know if it's worth 80, 90 million, whatever they paid. Well, for Van Dyke, you don't think he's had enough of an impact? To no, I'm not doubting his impact. I just you don't think he was worth the the price of admission? I'm not sure that he was. What do you think, Ash? Well, I mean, he's won us the the Prem and the Champions League. So yeah, does himself. that not just speak for itself? 
Well, anyone can win the Champions League. <laughs> <laughs> true. But not everyone can win the Premier League. That's true. That's true. And that so was the one struggling to do it this season. That was the one we wanted, yeah. I'm glad to see him dropping off a bit. Yeah. I feel a little Is that vindicated. just as a Liverpool fan? I th- no, or is I that feel just a little vindicated on my <coughs> Well, oh, it's yeah, funny, in, in the last pod, um, yes, you did talk him down, but we both agreed that Chelsea were being massively overhyped after the signing of Lukaku. And I think, to be honest, that's... Lukaku, who's barely played, by the way. Yeah, but let's be honest. It, he hasn't done much He was exactly like... In the last pod, I mentioned that like even when he was at Inter Milan and he was banging in goals, all of the problems of Lukaku were still there. He's not great on the ball. His first touch is non-existent. No, but if you're going to score goals, it almost doesn't um, matter. As long as you can sacrifice yeah, but if that you're position. still scoring the goals. Um, and he's come into the Premier League and it's exactly the same as he was when he was at Man United. Just he goes large portions of games where he's just non-existent. He might get a goal, he might not, and that's sort of how it's gone. I mean, and then it doesn't help when you do that interview. Yeah, that doesn't help. In his defence, though, when they because he got he got when Tuchel had a game in the City game, yeah, and he's the service to him was dreadful. He was yeah, actually worked, getting in good positions. Yeah, I mean, in those games, yeah, you can excuse the striker, but I think in general, I don't think he's. I mean, he started the season well. Um, but it just tapered off, and now he's just since that interview, Tuchel seems to be more or less done with him. Yeah, but he, he keeps starting him, and then complaining about his performance. So yeah, I don't quite get it. No, no, I I don't quite get that either. So what do we think <coughs> will happen? Do we think he's just going to get sold eventually and end up somewhere like Juventus or Bayern? I think he'll try. And, yeah. I think he'll try and outlast Tuchel. I reckon he'll go back to. Uh, what do we reckon? Mill. Tuchel's going to last the season. It'll last the season. I don't know if we'll do another season, though. It's a weird one because they have gone stale, haven't they? Like, he properly revitalised them. And do you think that's... is Like, their squad, you look at it and you go, there's some really good players there. But it, it just seems to... No, do you know what? It goes stale I, very I easily. I don't necessarily think that. I think their best defender is, like, 40 really years individuals. old. I think yeah, <laughs> when you look at their midfield, fair. you've got Kante. Well, no, you've got the defensive ones, which I do rate, to be fair. Yeah. But then you're looking at the attacking ones. They've got like um, Ross Barkley. Oh no, fair enough. Doesn't really play very much. No. You've got um, who's Loftus the other? Cheek is that Loftus one? Cheek is is one of the ones. He's that more played. cover though, isn't he? Sal Nunes. Yeah, who has improved might this well. season? I mean, it's like might as well just I'm not exactly looking at that and thinking but winners. No, but they've still got Mason Mount. Oh Mount. Okay, Mount is. But again, Mount's okay. And then they've got um, who's the German one? Havertz. Havertz. I always think of him as more of a forward. I know he plays deeper, but I always yeah. think of him as more of a... But the problem was they fought two of the best German players they had. Yeah. I think really. Yeah. A little bit. They have. I think that's bit. fair. I mean, Havertz has had one. I mean, he'll forever be remembered for Chelsea for scoring a goal in the final yeah. of the Champions League. But beyond that, he's not really done much. And he's a £75 million 19-year-old, and that's just yeah. nuts. I mean, that's how much we paid for Van Dijk, really. Yes, but it was it was like seventy eight million eighty. Let's now throw that in view of that. <laughs> Do you know what? Now you know you've changed my mind. I think that's actually maybe not a bad bit of business. I mean, but can we talk about just going back to Coutinho for a moment? Because it's, it's something that's just never really been talked about widely in football. But Liverpool go and sell him for one hundred and twenty million. He does fuck all Barcelona. Barcelona then loan him out, but because of the deal they made with Liverpool, if Coutinho won a Champions League, it didn't specify what club. They had to pay them another twenty million. <laughs> it's mental, isn't it? Yeah. And you wonder why they're in money troubles. Yeah, yeah, that's true. They are in some bad situation, yeah. money wise. Although they signed Ferran Torres and were like, "Yeah, we're back." And there was a bit, like, "Are you? Yeah. Are 55 you?" Fifty-five million. Yeah. And they're they, Messi, they, they structured that in like fifteen million a year for the next. They've they've paid nothing up front. I heard they got a bank loan. I yeah, imagine that's absolutely true. I they imagine when the bank knock on the door it over. There's going to be, you know, whoever the fucking president is at that time with like a fake moustache being like, oh, no, he <laughs> not in. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a weird way to run a club, like these presidential elections where they have to make huge promises. And promises. And like, I'm going to go sign Antoine yeah. Griezmann, even though it's going to cost us collectively 200 million. And yeah, I'll just go out and get a bank loan for it because we don't have it. Um, and it's mad. I mean, I sort of like the fact it's happened because it's shown stricter regulations can work and it causes a correction and it causes teams to learn lessons. Well, I hope it does. Yeah, I mean, they've had to become one of the, let's face it, like Europa League level teams now. Well, you think that's where Barca are now? 
in terms of their squad, I appreciate they're, they are still oh, yeah, doing that well, but in terms, in terms of their squad, of the ability of the team, yeah, they've fair. sort of become a that level team where it's like you're better than most of the league, but you're not going to challenge really for anything. No, no, I think that's fair. I mean, they've got... They've and as you said, that's come as a result of them overspending and doing, you know, I mean, living outside of their when means. When you're having to let Luis Suarez go while he's still in his pomp, like when he's still firing in goals, like it's Did nothing. we mention last time the Luis Suarez Italian school of language thing? Did we talk no, about I that? I don't think so, no. What I was, was wondering. You know when he was going to sign for Juventus or whoever it was? Oh, he had to go to a university <coughs> And he had to go to university something. and it was like the fakest fucking university yeah, you've yeah, ever yeah. heard. Yeah, yeah. And, and it, it still and fell they, through. And they immediately it? caught him out and were like, bro, this isn't even real. Yeah. And sent him packing. And then they've... So yeah, they let him go back to Atletico originally for nothing and then had to beg them for some money just to save face. So they got like, I think it was two and a half million. Um, and yeah, that feels sold, like that saving face. They've sold Griezmann back to Atletico for I think forty million after signing him for a hundred. Atletico are doing really well out of the collapse <laughs> of Barca, <laughs> mate. And then, and then on top yeah. of that, you've got Usman Dembele, who again hundred million pound signing, um, is now free to leave for around twenty million, because basically he's the only player at the club that has point blank refused to drop his wages through all of this. I think he dropped them once and then has refused since. So obviously he's still on a measly, like two fifty a week, three hundred a week. How he gets by, I don't know. I, I don't know how he survives. It must Sometimes be really I walk past, difficult. I walk past like food banks and I just think, oh, what are the footballers? Doing? Or Osman. <laughs> um, but going back to Newcastle because we didn't quite finish there. Um, Give us your best Geordie accent. A weird man. <laughs> Give us your best Geordie accent. <laughs> do not have a good. I, I'm, I'm not a man Go on, Jake. <laughs> ah, I'm not giving you nothing like. I'm oh, giving you no accent. Right. That was alright. Go on. Um, what do we think of Eddie Howe so far? Because I think that's such a weird signing. Yeah, it's all good because the team was garbage. The team is. I, I mean, like he's got them playing. The maximum is the yeah. only one I would take. Yeah. Even <clears> then, though, the Newcastle fans are going off of him because he's got very little end product. It's a bit like having Wilf, to be honest with you. To be fair, like, yeah. and Adama Chor has been linked to Barcelona now. He's gone there. He's on the on loan with an option to buy. Yeah, so I did see someone. I did see Spurs someone, got proper done over there. I did see someone tweet. Apparently, uh, he'd done a medical at Spurs. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. And then Barcelona yeah. just came. No, but in. I thought. No, have you seen where Liverpool are stealing Luis Diaz off Spurs? Yeah, now? I saw. Yes, that. I did see that. Because everyone turns up there and they're like, they sort of get the DVDs and they watch. Spurs I mean, let's like, be honest. Can't be that who would you bad. rather play for Spurs or? T- I mean, literally Liverpool. anyone. No disrespect like, to Spurs, but they you are do serial really losers. Hate Spurs. No, I'm not. It's, it's not actually one of the things <coughs> I wanted to bring up because you went after them right. hard. Do you know what bothers me about Spurs? Or was it you? One of you went after Spurs. Oh well, good yeah, notes, bro. Jake. Yeah, I feel like it. <coughs> you guys talk amongst yourself. I'm gonna find out which right. one of you. Can I just say what my problem with Spurs is? They had under Pochettino and the way they're playing. They had one of the best teams to not win anything. Yeah. And they blew it in such Ash. a My fucking... It's Ash that hates Spurs. You went in hard on it. And I don't, but they blew it in such a phenomenal way. They literally... That collapse at Chelsea <clears throat> when Leicester won the league is one of the all-time moments of, fuck, I'm so glad I'm not a fan of that club. Yeah. And they're just serial losers. Every time you think <laughs> they've got a chance of winning something, they somehow... They are. Do you know that saying? Snatching defeat from the jaws of victory. <laughs> they epitomise that. What amazes me is how Kane... Still gets talked up, and yet he still does fuck all in any game. I mean, he's got like he four goals struggles. this season. He has improved yeah. under um, their current guy. Who's well, yeah, because he's Conte. not Conte. playing deep line midfielder anymore. <laughs> that, and that's why I went off on him because Kane. No, was it wasn't Kane. Deep. It was genuinely like you just was kept making digs about Tottenham. Tottenham. Like any time Tottenham came up, it was just they I were just really dismissed. <laughs> Don't remember that. Do not remember. But yeah, so obviously. Back to Newcastle again. We still haven't finished <laughs> on them. Eddie Howe, do we think he's doing a good job currently? No, like, okay. no. I think he's it's, doing all right. He's, he's got he's got a very tough situation. I'll give him that. Yeah, <clears throat> but nothing. With the greatest respect, I don't know why Chris Wood is there. Nothing about his time at Bournemouth made me think that oh, he's guy suited is for the job. <coughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. No, they used to he can't coach a defense. That's traditionally what he just can't do. But they play good football. Like he'll get them to where they need to be before. I mean, they... obviously, he just needs more yeah, quality. Maybe, maybe they will. Level. I think he just needs more quality in that team and I think you add a couple of top class players and it just drags you well, over the line I think they had a bid I think it was 8 or 9 mil rejected for Denver yeah, yeah I, I saw was that. like why <laughs> what a waste 
Yeah, but because they didn't. To be fair, they didn't want to do an Arsenal and overpay for a Brighton player. No, and I mean, like, Burnley have gone and taken the money from Chris Wood and they've gone and signed two new massive players for them that are going to massively they make them. Him? They They're signing Weghorst, I think it is, from Wolfsburg. Oh, I, I think he was at Wolfsburg. He's, like, like, nearly seven foot tall. He's, like, a better version than Chris Wood, than Chris Wood, but half the money. I already don't like him. <laughs> <laughs> Too tall. And he's. I think he's either German or Austrian. So if he's German, there's another reason not I to like him. German. Definitely a reason not to like him then. Um, not being racist towards Germans or anything. <coughs> We've got a tradition on the podcast of mugging off an entire group of people. Usually you attack women, but it's nice for you to take a break and do the Germans. One last thing to talk about. Um, Ash mentioned his concerns with Newcastle was that it could become a two-horse race of just two superpowers with unlimited money. Can that actually happen, though? Because the Premier League clubs are very it, hypocritically, it in my opinion... <coughs> gone after the sponsorship rules have you seen this immediately yeah. after the takeover t- happened they slapped on new rules that limits sponsorship. that's, the, that's um, the real worry is that rather than it becoming a two horse race which is bad enough is that it it is it the enough of the club's campaign to absolutely destroy the cut i mean we don't have many financial caps in place no. and fair play rules in place but to absolutely demolish them and then start getting this really dodgy money and not <clears throat> i'm not necessarily a fan of of Newcastle source of money no. and I'll tell you what I really didn't like and I think we just got to talk about it a little bit and I really hope as a Palace fan if Palace ever get taken over by you know some Middle Eastern riches which well, I hope um, if you really I want hope... me to make you feel depressed we're part owned like by yeah, them but you know what I mean but like yeah. a proper no I know uh, what you mean, fully backed fully backed but yeah. I think the thing that would really really make me think oh god I'm so ashamed to be a Palace fan right now is if we all turned up with tea towels on our heads <laughs> and Saudi <laughs> Arabia. Oh, I, th- I, I think that. we can oh, agree just it's unnecessary and just pathetic. Yeah, it I didn't weird. like that at all. It it's really weird. Um, it's weird that grown men want to behave that way. But, you know, we've all been on stag do, so it does happen. Oh, yeah, I'll suck a dick, but I'm not going to put a tea towel <laughs> on my head and pretend to be an Arab. Oh, absolutely <laughs> not. No, no, sorry. Got to draw is. the line somewhere. Fuck. Um, so we touched on him briefly um, with Conte at Spurs. Um, again, what do we think so far? Uh, I think it's been very like Ashley's. It's been meh. It's been all right. He's again. He's got a tough job. He has. There's no money there, or there there is. And but no disrespect, not but to spend it. Their I mean, their defense isn't great, but their midfield is garbage. Utter garbage. I mean, I yeah. mean when you're looking at Winks and Skip to be like your Go forward to, pushing man. player, that's yeah. not good. No, I mean they're fine players, and I think if they if they were in the championship, they'd probably be quite rated quite highly. Yeah. yeah. They're not premiership. And they're definitely not where Tottenham want to be in the premiership no. at that top end. No. So where do we think, is it just the recruitment has gone wrong there? They just haven't bought the right players? Is it a successive? I think they didn't know what they wanted to be after Pochettino. Yeah. But is that, that, that begs the question, why even let him go? Because there was clearly a plan in place while he business was there. And therefore, and, yeah. I get that. I, think I don't understand abandoning <coughs> a strategy for no strategy. The, the problem um, was I don't even understand it from their point of view, like what they gained from they doing had, what they've they done. They had a really bad start to that season. Yeah. I, I do remember that like, it went to shit under Pochettino, I mean, so I'm the, not they discounting they, they, they that. They didn't let him spend any money. That was the problem. Well, no, in it, and everyone knew that situation was coming, and the only I, I understand they weren't in a position, having just built their new stadium or what. At that time, I think wasn't the first season he wasn't there. Am I right in thinking that? Did he start that season there? Maybe, Um, but yeah. So obviously that took up a lot of their finances. That's when Mourinho came in. Um, But they clearly Jesus, what a mistake that was. (laughs) That was always going to be a mistake. It was one of the things we spoke about. Can I just? I know. I think we said it. We might have said it on the last podcast. I can't remember because it's been. You know, I'll be honest. I didn't do the research. I didn't listen to it. That's fine. We all work. You know, but. I'm so glad that when Palace were being linked with Nuno Espirito Santo, it didn't I'm happen. so glad that it didn't happen. And not just because we didn't get him, but obviously because we got Vieira. I'm yeah, sure yeah. that may may or not be on the cards to talk about. But It might be. <coughs> but, um, just depends how quickly we get through everything, I guess. But yeah, I was so glad we didn't, he didn't. He handled Spurs so poorly. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, he's, we, he made them boring as well. Like They were shit under Mourinho, yeah. but at least they would. They were like, eh. He made them dull as fuck and yeah. shit. 
Well, they were oh, top great. after three games, in all fairness. Yeah, to be fair, it's like saying, you you know, oh, they won the Champions League. Anyone can do that, Ash. Anyone can be top after three games. I mean, one thing that has happened... I mean, I remember once after, like, six games, Hull were in, like, fourth. <laughs> you know. Well, well, I remember when Palace was third at one point. Like, do you know what I mean? Let's not get carried away. Yeah. But we can train. We can train. Uh, but one thing that has changed since uh, the last podcast is that Ole Gunnar Solskjaer is no longer manager I'm at Man so United. amazed it took him as long as it did to I get I think he got so much longer than anyone really expected him to get. Part of me feels like he was trying at the end to get rid of, to get himself sacked. Maybe. Maybe. It was just so bad. <laughs> I just, I don't, so much is wrong at that football club, it feels like, um, because our general consensus in the last pod was that there was no reason on paper, other than the fact they had Ole Gunnar Solskjaer as their manager, that they shouldn't be challenging I for think, the title. And I'm not, I, you know, none of us think he was going to be good enough, like to do anything and like the world of stage and get Man United back on the top yeah. of thing. But I think that he was, <clears throat> he suffered from having Ronaldo thrown at him. Yeah. So I think he started to have I, a bit of a team I, together. He started to have an idea of how I he wanted to play and who be, he wanted to play. Because I reckon no, not, he probably uh, wanted him. I heard, uh, who wouldn't? I heard a couple of those signings. Were, who, I, I can believe that some of them aren't. I heard um, he didn't want Ronaldo. I think like it was Sancho as well. I mean, that's, that's big a, a the, thing I wanted yeah, to talk about. Is United are in danger of, for me, potentially spoiling or ruining three of our most promising, talented, talented and promising players, players yeah. in Marcus Rashford, Mason Greenwood and Jaden Sancho. And Sancho in particular yeah. because he's... He was doing bits in Dortmund. He was tearing he, But the thing he is, was. I mean, if you look at it on paper, he went from a system that's drilled, works, and everyone knows their place in the team to a United squad that hasn't had that since Ferguson left. Yeah, it's basically these um, are the players starting, you guys go do what you want. It's It definitely it seems to be that way. Um, and I, I don't think they've improved particularly under um, Ralph Rangnick. Yeah. Nah, it, but it's, it's interesting him talking, because obviously he's manager to the end of the season and then he's stepping up to come like director of football, whatever Possibly. that position is. Yeah, that's something that can <clears> happen. And he's already looking at signings, because like, he was talking about, because there's obviously talk about Van Der Beek. Yeah, yeah but they do want Poch. But it's talk about Van Der Beek going out on loan. Yeah, and his I whole no, I'm not. Him. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, yeah. But the whole thing, his whole thing is, there is no clause to buy because, as director of football, I want him in the summer mm. as a United player. Whether that means because he thinks he can sell it and make good money on it, yeah. or or whether that means or whether he thinks there's a plan going forward to have him in the team, I don't know. But it's he's he's, and the fact that he's thinking like that, on the one hand, it's a good thing for United that he's already forward planning. But on yeah. the other hand, it also feels like he's he's not concentrated on the job of being a manager. Half his I mind is already I, on the I next I think, bit. to be honest with you, I don't think that's what I think. I don't think his job is. I think it's just to keep the ship steady, you know. Yeah, just keep him pointed in generally the right direction until next season, and we'll try and get someone else. But I'm not convinced Poch is the one to fix it all. Well, it seems like that's the way they're going. Yeah, yeah but if he's going to fix it or not, I do think Poch would would be able to get something. Maybe not back to how he was at Dortmund, but I do think Poch will get something out of Sancho. Oh, I definitely think he gets more out of Sancho. Um, but there's just, I think there's too many people in that squad that need to be gone, really. I think, in truth, probably Ronaldo at the end of the season yeah. probably needs to go again. He won't. Um, Pogba really just, he needs to be gone, really. Calm down, Graham. <laughs> well, the thing is, I've always been a big supporter of Pogba, but it's just, it's gone on too long now, and it it's too big of a noose around United's neck. Just... Well, he can he can um, agree with a free contract now, can't he? Yeah, and yeah. I'd let him, to be honest. Yeah, I think so it's probably I best mean. for everyone involved. Um, I don't know where he ends up, maybe Madrid. It'll be PSG or something. You reckon? Maybe Juve again. Maybe. Yeah, I could see, see one either of those. Juve, I think, would probably be the best thing for him because it's where he's played his best other than at national team level. But um, See, Balotelli's back in the national squad. Is he actually? Yeah. Who does he play for now? Is it still in the second division? Genuinely don't know. No, I, don't, I think he's moved on from there since. I think he's somewhere else now. Um, that's fair. But, yeah, so I think that's really it for United. I don't know. Yeah, I, and look, <coughs> also... They've been very underwhelming. I just want to take the moment to point out and remember all of us in this wonderful moment. The wonderful moment on BT Sport <coughs> when... Uh, 
Rio Ferdinand said that he would make an excellent director of football at United. <laughs> and Jake Humphrey quite naturally kind of went, okay, so, you know, what would you do? Who would you sign? And he just went, oh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, it's a wonderful, it. wonderful moment yeah, of television. That's fair. Um, so we talked about him briefly, Gerard and Villa. Yeah, doing well. Doing well. Yeah. Lucky to have those Liverpool connections to get someone like Coutinho. I don't. Yeah, think I mean the rumours are he he's being linked end. with Suarez next season. Yeah, well, I've heard that on a free. The and the fact, yeah, <laughs> the fact is, if he's <laughs> not, he's well, not if he didn't play what? with that, them, none of them are going. It brings me back a bit to like, and we talked again. We talked about in the last pod, like. Harry Redknapp's Portsmouth team. Do you know what I mean? Mm. We're just getting the back. Like every yeah. time he yeah, 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 yeah. went to a new club, it was he was on the phone to Nico and Crouch. Every time Sky Sports News announced like, and Harry, you know, so and so have signed Harry Redknapp, Nico Crouch, Car, and all them players were just like, oh, pat me bags, <laughs> pat me bags. We're on our way. Wouldn't be surprised. But if it's you made me feel a bit like that, a little bit nostalgic of like, it's definitely an old school move, isn't it? <clears throat> yeah. But yeah, so where do roughly do we think they're going to finish this season? They'll get top half. Top half, yeah. yeah. I think that's fair. Top half. Bottom half of the top half. But top 12th, half. While I we're think. talking about Aston Villa, Jack Grealish at Man City, what do we think? I think it's been a flop, really. Yeah. It's, it's, I think it's it's a one, it's a matter of big fish, little pond and all that business. But yeah. also I think it's a matter of the way Pep plays is quite unique in the Premier League. Yeah. And I think I'm not going to judge him. I wouldn't judge anyone going... Anyone coming into the Premier League, I always give them a year. Yeah. And I think I apply the same thing to Pep Going Guardiola's City. I think I'd like to give anyone a season because it is, it the it way is a very different way to play to and train. Yeah. Yeah. And Jack Grealish has gone from being, you know, hot shit at Villa and everything went through him, all of their play. Yeah, now and there's... City just don't play like now that. Now there's five or six Jack Players Grealish's at City. don't carry possession. It's no. pass and move. It's... And that's just not how he's ever So I'd played. like to give him a chance to adapt. Yeah, I personally. think that's fair. But I would agree with Ash. I think so far it has been a, a big disappointment. If he doesn't, if he doesn't improve, then he'll be a flop. I'm giving him a flop season. Yeah. Yeah, and obviously the price tag doesn't help. Where does he go from yeah. City? <laughs> <laughs> Tottenham. To Tottenham. Tot- well, yeah, back, back, it would be back to Villa, wouldn't it, though? Mm. Would probably. Between the it'd probably be only out on loan initially. Yeah. Just yeah. trying to save face. Can I? Can we talk about? I'm sure you've got like it might even be in there. But you guys we, feel free to talk can about. We talk about you like? Watford for a little minute. Absolutely. Because I, the last couple of games I've watched, and I do feel like first of all they go through managers like nobody's business. Like genuinely, yeah. between recording this pod and doing the next one, Hodgson and Lewin to may well not be in the role anymore. <laughs> it may be someone else. Um, <clears throat> I think Watford's close enough that we could probably, if you listen quietly, you could probably hear Ray Lewington shouting from the from the training ground. Um, Papa, can you hear me? But I was I was watching them last couple of games, and I think the thing that really I felt really sorry for the Watford fans was that they just don't try. Like defensively, they just couldn't give a shit. They're not the tracking is, their men. They're not putting in you tackles. Imagine being those and what players. they need is they need a you know they need a leader to kind of say. What the fuck are you doing? Why aren't you tracking your man? Why aren't yeah, you on yeah. him? And where's and you know whereas but like they had Troy Deeney before, who's not great as a who no longer serves a purpose as a player, but as a stalwart in the team, as a mm. as a figurehead. And I don't mean they. Ha- I don't think Watford have anyone like that. No, I don't think they do. I think the other problem is when you change a manager as often as they do. How how do you implement anything? Yeah, no, I pre- but if I you've think got the three months to, but you don't have to know. But implementing it, you know, not being a bit confused about where you are and what to do and how to press them, all that stuff's fine. Well, I think the bare minimum you can expect is effort. I would agree with that, but I think again, going back to the sacking managers as frequently as they do, these players know they don't have to because they're not held accountable. No, I, I just think I think the bare minimum you want. As you a know, fan, you owe absolutely, it to the fans. absolutely, is, is I couldn't agree no more. But I just and we've all known some bang average players that we've loved because they put in the work. Oh, absolutely. Graph. Maybe they just can't defend. Oh, I, I don't I mean, doubt that at all. I mean, <laughs> they maybe they are putting in the effort, but you just can't see it because they're I that think bad. they very much have a championship <laughs> standard squad. Yeah. I don't even think the players they've spent big money on, like um, or small money. Dennis is all right. Yeah. He'll probably go on to be uh, maybe, somewhere else. Um, but again, even then, he's all right. I wouldn't. Hard to judge anyone Palace. in that Watford team. Yeah, I just don't Palace think they're Palace are doing bits this season. Don't even talk about Palace. Well, speaking believe. of... Ho- I mean, what do we think of Hodgson going? I think he'll get them more solid at the very least. I don't yeah. know if he can save them. That might be a oh, no, step I too I far. I think they'll, yeah. I agree. Yeah, they'll stop leaking goals, but that's probably about it. They're not yeah. going to start being prolific. 
I was surprised they appointed him though. It's not a very Watford appointment. Normally it's, it's not, someone it? Spanish or Italian or that's worked in the championship. Well, he could sort of set him up like he did with Palace. Well, just very defensive. Yeah, but then he's still got the quick players up top. Like, yeah, that could work. We're going to sell him I don't think they for 15 have, mil. But I don't think they have the uh, overall quality that will help them survive with that. Like, I think at least with Palace we had Zaha or you know someone who could drag us through it. I don't really think they have anyone like that. Maybe Dennis. Yeah. I said it also comes back to they don't have anyone that really feels the club. No. Whereas I look at Palace and now but obviously we've got a couple of players, but we've also got a lot of the backroom staff. Yeah. Of the, of people who have been players and they know what it means to be at the club and they know what it means to the fans. Well so you can pass that on. I don't but then that's come, has anyone that there. comes from much like with current events in politics. It comes from the top down. So mm. when things are rife within an organisation, good or bad, that comes from the person at the top. And Steve Parrish is someone who wanted people who cared about the club, not that they're the necessarily the most qualified or, yeah. but like having people like Mark Bright at the club, who's always been there as like a I consultant. I won't dwell on it too much. I'm very happy with Vieira. I have to still remind ourselves we're in a transition. We've got great Absolutely. young talent coming through yeah. and whatever. I mean, but I'd love to get, I'd love to get Ash as a as a football correspondent. I'd yeah. love to get your opinion on Palace. This Absolutely. Because obviously I'm very biased. I, mean, I, I did that. think he was over overachieving. And then I saw your position in the table and I was a little underwhelmed. I, I thought you guys were doing better than that. I think we yeah, it's had... a lot of draws. If we if we had that ref in the African Cup of Nations who <laughs> ended the game in the eighty fifth minute and then again we're in just, the eighty ninth minute. We're not we'd be good much at better. holding on for the whole game. That's definitely a problem. Yeah. And I don't know whether that's something from his style of management or through our players just making very basic Yeah, you do have errors. some players in there as well. Um I mean Anderson's one of these players that just seems to be brilliant at everything going forward. Like spot on for what be d- one d- at d- the back. But Defensively, just seems to be at times a complete liability, mate. I've I've I said this before when he was at Fulham. So no, it was what you warned me about. I was like really optimistic about it, so and I still am. I still think he's going to yeah, be I a good am, player. I, I think those issues can be coached out. Um, Let's hope so. I hope so. Um, but I think we've had Guehi in there as well, and he's been settling in. He's made a few mistakes, but again. I just think overall there's a lot to be optimistic about. I like yeah. Elise has been improving oh, in recent weeks. You need a new Love right that boy. What he did to Millwall just fills my heart yeah. with joy. Joel Ward should not be playing in the Prem. How is he still? I love, I love he Joel has Ward. stepped up so <coughs> much this season. As a captain, I think I'd have him as my. Ca- I'd have him as a captain, like as a figurehead and that. Definitely, I was definitely in the club of Joel Ward needed to be sold, uh, but this season I can't. You know, he's done the job. I still think he does. I think this is the no, I think you can definitely improve on Joel Ward, but I think he's definitely done better I think than if I was you expecting. Go, I think the kindest way to say it is if you go around the pitch and you go, where could we improve and take ourselves to the next level, player by player, that's one area that we could that would be the get first someone better in. If yeah. you're playing FM, he's the first one out the door. I think that's fair. <coughs> While we've been talking about managers like Hodgson, I'm, it's a conversation I've wanted to have about football for a while, and it's about defensive managers. Are they still relevant? in today's football always will be I mean, always will be because at the end of the day they are safe generally they're a safe pair of hands are they th- I think that's changing though how many managers are there out there now like talk, like look at Newcastle who was there for them to go for that was a safe pair of hands that they could guarantee would sure up the defence and also oh, be just, able to just coach the d- just because the managers aren't there, not there doesn't mean that style isn't relevant that's what you're saying the style teams, teams are just too good going forward now it's all about having the ball now. Like people don't lump it into the box anymore. Like Shame for Chris Wood. <laughs> yeah. No, but I think he'll provide a service in terms of keeping defenders busy, holding up the ball, bringing other players in that they didn't have before. Or he'll provide a service like Stuart Pearce at Forest. He'll be the Sparky, and yeah. he'll be able to get keep the pitch running, keep the lights on. Why not? Got to have a trade, right? Why not? i tell you what I do want to talk about as well. There's only two other clubs that I personally wanted to talk about here today. Yeah. Uh, Everton and Norwich. Yeah. So e- Everton. I Now I think on the first thing I want to say on Everton is I think their fans do have this deluded sense of where they should be. And I'm not doubting that they're in a bad position. They are in a bad position. But yeah. they're comparing it to this idea of we should be up here. It's like, no, you should be here. You know, you're... you're, you're a I don't necessarily disagree with that. And I don't know what Ash thinks, but... 
since Farhad Mashiri's come in and bought the club, he spent about five hundred million. Spent a lot on transfers. Well, That's were. not including wages, and we know some of the players they're on are on top whack. Benitez was on a lot of money. Ancelotti was on obscene money. I feel sorry for Benitez. They have thrown yeah. money at the he wall. He was never going to win, was he? No, I think in truth it was doomed That's to fail. Absolutely. Yeah. If you manage a club and then go to the rivals. Yeah, that was never going to work. No, I mean, when the fans are screaming before he's even been appointed and putting yeah. signs on walls and... That's when you say, okay, maybe... Yeah, maybe we make Huge a Huge respect to Duncan Ferguson for putting money behind the bars, by the way, before the game <laughs> the other week. Wow. That is such a... Do you know what, though? If it wasn't for the fact I know he wants the job permanently, I would agree with you. I don't know why but that... But it's for me, awesome. that's like a publicity, sort of like, get the fans behind me. I'd give it to him. Yeah, I don't know why they didn't give it to him last time. Yeah. I'd give it to Wayne Rooney. He's already turned it down. Has he turned it down? Is that why he's he said that his yeah. agent, his uh, agent, he said, I did not he hear said that. He Fair said enough. his agent spoke to him about it. Said they're interested, and he said, "No, I'm, I'm staying here. I'm sticking Seeing out here." Yeah. Fair play. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, I was, I, was oh no, he did say that to be fair. Do actually, you think what, otherwise? He was what the, he said was he said I've I've no doubt in my mind that one day I will be a Premier League manager when I'm ready, and I'm sure that might even include being at Everton. But right now I've got a job at Derby and I'm going to see that through. Basically, he's... he's well, you, we know you like it, fanboy. He's yeah. a captain going down with his ship, <laughs> do you know what I mean? He's I took not, the job. Um, he's not doing what Lampard did and let his ego get ahead of him. And be like, no. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, I'm, I'm ready for this. this yeah, yeah, I'm ready for this. Champions League, yeah, no worries, mate. Yeah. And yeah. You're right, that doesn't happen in football really anymore, does it? No one it's, puts it's their refreshing. hand up and go, maybe this is out of my league. Yeah, I'm not good enough yet. And to be honest... Everton are in a really shit position and it might go really badly because, as he said, he's not quite ready. He would literally be jumping from a sinking ship to a sinking ship. Yeah. I mean, they are... At least least he's familiar with this sinking ship. They are in a really (coughs) tough position, especially in terms of the league. They're not far off of... You know what what it reminds me of? When when I used to play FM and you'd get like three or four seasons in and then Everton would be in the... Championship, and you'd be like, that would never fucking happen. Though. Yeah, and it's happening. Yeah, actually, yeah. actually. <laughs> Every time I play it, um, the last year's one, Ancelotti's still the manager. And within two months, Ancelotti sacks. By the end of the season, they've either just avoided relegation. Like every season, they struggle. Yeah. And you're looking at the team, just like, it just doesn't make sense. Um, no, I agree, and I do feel sorry for him. Eventually, as well, Duncan Ferguson, they're going to keep bringing managing. Sooner or later, a manager's going to come in with his own backroom staff, and Ferguson will be out the door. Yeah. Um, Norwich is the other one. Dean Smith's doing all right. I mean, yeah, I don't know. They're well. playing okay. Still, I think uh, he's improved them. I was impressed to see him out, even though Burnley had like six games on them or whatever. But I was, I, was, <laughs> I didn't expect to see them lift themselves out of the bottom zone. <laughs> I didn't. No, no I've, I, I think I don't. And I think know. it's given their fans maybe a full sense of yeah, hope. I don't that think it's on. necessarily going to be enough. No, God, no. I think it definitely gives them a little bit of pride. And, the thing was, they they beat Watford three 0 and it's like it's what. I know, like I said, they just weren't yeah. even, they weren't that even just tracking them, man. It just feels like a game Palace like, are going to lose. Do you know what it was? <laughs> it was, you know, when we used to play with someone, and I'm not going to call them out one name, but you know who it is, and they used to, like, stick their leg out as an attempt to tackle someone. And it's yeah. like, if they got around the legs, like, well, shit, that's too good for me. <laughs> <laughs> that's like watching Watford defend. I don't know who you're talking about. <laughs> they, like, literally, they'll, like, I wonder to name them. put one tackle in, and they'll be like, well, shit, you might as well go and score, mate, because you're way too you good. Do you know what used to really bother me when people just used to try and pass and shoot through people like they weren't there? Are you coming at me, bro? Sorry. Yeah. I, you know, whoa, whoa, whoa. It was, wow. it was when they did just the Adam Shearer <laughs> celebration before even shooting. I was getting that my balance. That was my issue. It was the David Beckham run-up. I knew, I knew how much power I put into my shots and I needed to prepare my body for that impact. <laughs> yeah, we all did. Uh, yeah. Although I don't think um, the El Matador is going to make a, it's, an it's, I see that move on a football pitch as a very high-risk, high-reward <laughs> <But laughs> sort of situation. Did, it's yeah. going to go wrong more than it goes right. We bet that one in a million, mate. We did see, we did see it. <laughs> at the African Cup of Nations. That is true. The that goalie literally stepped out of the way. It, as I said, it's high risk, high reward, and nine times out of ten, you're going to look well. And yeah, also, I think we, have to, dick, we have to talk about... Also, can I, like it has happened in the Liga before where a ref blew early. Yeah. But the ref who blew up in, the, I think it was the Tunisia game, yeah, twice. Yeah. And eventually, I think it was Tunisia-Mali, maybe. And whatever, one of the teams was just yeah. like, the second time on the 8 Then I'm not, not coming back out to finish it. Yeah. It's fucking pointless. No. <laughs> and he was like, no, you've got to come in. They're like, I'm not fucking coming out. Well, he was suspended a few years back for corruption. <laughs> and hasn't he been suspended again now? It wouldn't shock me. 
Yeah. It's oh, not, also, it's not great. I can imagine him being there like fuck. My, my children's lives are at least. I'm, I'm, I'm also. I can't. I can't do referees without talking about that horseshit performance from Kevin Friend again in the Liverpool Palace game. Palace Liverpool. Mm. He did. And the officials and Paulson. It was worse, yeah. arguably, because he's got TV screens and he can fucking see that the shit weren't shit. They did do a bad job. How Gaeta stayed on the the pitch after that. You could, Brutal you, leg breaker. Cash um, me outside. How about that? VAR in general has been really bad recently. It's just because our referees are so shit and inconsistent. Yeah, yeah I think that's fair. I mean, some that's of the worst refereeing in world football. In like the position has always been for us. I think in general that the technology itself is not a problem. I mean, there. I don't it's watch, how it's being. I don't watch a lot of. Um, we don't watch a lot of any of the other football. I watch a little bit of German football, a little bit of Spanish football. Um, tiny little bit of Italian football from time to time. I just think uh, I never really watched French football. I must admit, but I think across those leagues, I do feel like our refereeing standards are the lowest. Really, not great. Yeah, and therefore, VAR is still being run by referees. So you put like shit referees, and it's still gonna be. I, I feel bad. like VAR has uh, highlighted how little our refs know about football. <laughs> yeah. It's a, yeah, I think that's a very fair way to put it. Sometimes it seems like they're people like from basketball, and they're like, "This is not that." Let me. It's almost like they've only had half the training required. One to thing be a I ref do want to see. Been I want to see refs. I want. I would like to see that. First of all, I want to hear what that's going on with the refs because we just yeah, don't have enough. I think I'd that also is a like big issue see, with it. I'd like to see the NFL ice hockey style thing, and you know, once they've made a decision, clip the mic and tell the fans I, in the ground what yeah, the decision yeah, is. I think is, it needs to be it. more like rugby. But let me pitch this to yeah, I'd like to see it more oh, like yeah. rugby. But let me pitch this to you, okay? What about in the VAR box having as at least a member of the team rather than a referee having someone who's played the game, so who has yeah. a better idea of how movement works and how you jump for a ball and how you tackle and has a bit more of an understanding yeah, of what it's like, like to play. I think on paper it sounds like a good idea, but I think. Once you start getting into logistically, that just on alone, I don't think it would work. But I you think that person's still fun. fallible. Like if you put Rio Ferdinand, <laughs> oh, you mean no, he's, in there? He's going to be sporting director at United. He's he's not going to give you accurate information, is he? The thing is, ideally, you need that guy thought he was a striker. So you, ideally, you need Gary and uh, Jamie in there. Do we though? Well, they Do call we? it. Like they don't. Yeah, they're not going to give you shit for. Yeah, but we can't afford to pay them to do that job as well. Sky Sport can afford them. To <laughs> shit. They're not going to pay it. So I just wanted to pitch it to you to see, you know. I, I don't mind the idea if they can make it work. I like but that, I just yeah. think it adds yeah. another human Because sometimes that referees do give decisions and you think you clearly never played the game because that's how you fall, that's how you run, that's but what you know. Wouldn't you have thought referees would have been around football a lot themselves? So surely they know how it works. Yeah, they're like Randall in um, recess. They're like, they're. No, but I mean, the like, they they at least like, especially if you're refereeing at the top level, you're seeing players play football at a high level. So you know... Yeah, but you can't see good decisions being made because you're making them. You know, what sh- it shocks me how they're still, get, they're, they're still getting fooled by players falling over. Oh, yeah, God. I mean, the oh, Thiago God. Silva one. Oh, that was what a joke. Are you doing? Yeah, you do wonder... Um, but it's always happened, and I think I, I don't know. Yeah, but I know. I think we. I think it's easier for us because we get to see the replays. I think. So do they the now? Yeah. So do they? That's the problem. <laughs> do you, you reckon they wait until the end of the season and do a, a, a season <laughs> review of what's happened? Also, it really, basis. it really bothers me that none of the referees <laughs> are strong enough. Every single time this season in the Premier League, when a ref's gone over to the monitor. He's it's given the decision. You know it's he's, yeah, he's overturned whatever the original decision was. Yeah, I is want, true. we have not seen this season a referee no. be strong enough to watch the screen and go, no, I'm sticking with my original call. Yeah. I don't see enough yeah. there to but change it. But that's because, it. again, it's an easy fallback for them, isn't it? Yeah, no, definitely. But it's just like, oh, I feel like the guys like at, at Stockley have more influence than the actual ref. Like, I feel like if they say something, mm. it's got to go with it. Yeah. That's fair. I think they the have too much power. I, I feel I like think that's it's part of the. Yeah, I think if you're going to allow the ref to have an excuse to take it out of his hands by saying, oh, VAR showed me this, yeah, just take it out of his hands completely. In if which case, get, just don't have a ref. If he's not sure on... No, I, I think you still need a ref. I think all it would need to be is if the ref's not over the sure of the de- not sure over the decision. I think refs need to, to, to VAR, ask, what, like tell me what's yeah, going on. I think the refs have to take more ownership of the game 
and they have to say, this is my game, my decisions. And yeah, they can they can ask, they can say, and the VAR can say... Well, and then the guy goes, oh, well, it sort of looks like this. He goes, well, no, I think I <coughs> saw this. And then yeah. it might... If the ref, you know, if the VAR go, you, we've, we've seen something you want to look at, and the ref can go, what is it? And they go, oh, you know, number three, putting his leg in, and the ref can just, in theory, I then can turn around and be strong enough to say, yeah. no, I saw that, he didn't make contact. And maybe yeah. VR go, well, we think he did, in which case he can go and have a look. But he yeah. can just be strong enough to go, no, I'm not, you know, no, I'm not I disagree. There. They literally need to take a leap out of rugby union. Yeah, rugby union, Where they union, put it on I the big screen the way, and yeah. they talk on it, open mic in the yeah, stadium. Agreed. Yeah, agreed. Because that's one of the frustrating things is you, you don't know what's being given, but as soon as the ref goes through his little screen, you know it's not going to go your way. Yeah. Or it is, depending on what side you're on. But yeah. No, I think that's fair. I agree yeah. with that. So... I think starting to get towards the end of it now. So what we'll sort of go to is predictions now to sort of sum up. Um, who do I mean? I'll tell you who I think is going to go down. I've put Watford, Norwich. Yeah. And I've put either Burnley or Newcastle. Yeah. I think Everton are an outside shout if they don't pull their shit together. I think if Newcastle be beat Everton, I think I think then uh, Everton are really in trouble. But. I'm with you. I think it's between those four. I think it's. I would edge towards Newcastle over Burnley going down. Yeah, I think just as the Deitch effect. And I just probably yeah, and I just and, and also got, they've got games in hand. They have, mm. but I just <coughs> think that's going to put a lot of pressure on them in terms of schedule. Like They're going to have a lot of games. I know, and that's the thing that's going to go against them is the is the COVID thing. Yeah. But also, I just don't. It's just something about me. I just don't see Eddie Howe as the man to turn it around. I think it, if they can get in a couple of really top class players between now and the end of the window, they have a that's more a big of a chance. Gift. I'm leaning more towards Newcastle. Yeah, yeah. But we all agree, we all agree it's Watford, Norwich. Then yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. I, I think Norwich have definitely improved on. I feel so sorry for the Norwich fans, Smith. by the way, as I understand where the club's coming from. But for the, for your club to turn <laughs> around and say we are happy to just be relegated and promoted and just yo-yo between the league. That's so unexciting for the fans. That's so lacking ambition. You'd be tempted to switch clubs. At that I think you would. Like, and you know, when they came to Palace earlier this season, they were they were such good spirits, and they were so good about yeah. it. It's like, man, every football fan. But they, you know, these guys deserve. Maybe they are that. enjoying just it, a though. cup run. Maybe or they do, do enjoy you know the mean? process of up and down. They don't. The fans don't. Okay, fair enough. No, yeah. they don't. Right, fair enough. That shuts me up. <laughs> <laughs> Always a good podcast. I mean, talking about it being boring at the bottom. It's sort of boring at the top, really, isn't it? I mean, we City's know City are going to win the league. Liverpool I don't second. Know. Honestly, don't. Well, you think City have a chance of choking it? I love an outside I wouldn't say prediction. Well, I think at this stage, if they didn't win the league, you'd have to argue that they choked. I say they choked. The refs are doing everything to try and help Liverpool keep this title <laughs> race open. I don't know about that. <laughs> of course, you're a Liverpool fan. Yeah, I know, but it was like in the Tottenham game. I mean, I know that was a little while back. Last month, was it? December? Well, I mean, Kane should have been sent off, and then Robbo got sent off. I mean, <laughs> what are you doing? I don't. I just didn't get it. That's <laughs> fair. But then the handball for I, ju- I just don't City. see City sort of dropping it from here. I mean, they've definitely got issues. I'm with Ash. They could. Yeah, but it's theirs to lose. The That's how I see it. It's theirs we, to we've lose. We've got a game in hand. We win that. We're eight six, behind them. Six, I think. Is it six? Six. I, I guess it's, it's not too eight. far, but I just think. You you guys talk about yourself. I'll check eight. it now. <laughs> I think it's eight. But coming up behind them, I've put. I think the top four is Chelsea and United. I put Chelsea third, United fourth. Uh, I could. Uh, I was going to say I could see Tottenham doing it. No six. If There's you win no, the next I one, it's six. I cannot see Spurs oh, making if we win top. The next one, if you if you win your game in hand, it's six. I oh. cannot Sorry. see Spurs making top four. I don't know. It's a big ask. Because they just they haven't hands. improved enough under. But United aren't getting any better. I see West Ham. But they're not West, getting Yeah, West Ham dropping off. They're not as West bad Ham have as got a great one to eleven and nothing beyond that. Yeah, and plus they're still in Europa League. United yeah. aren't as bad as they were under Oli, and they've not dropped particularly. I know they haven't improved, but they're not worse. So I sort of feel like well, they'll just make it over the line. No, it's something about Tottenham and Conte. Because if they win, Conte has hand, definitely fourth. has a mystique about him that it just feels like he will achieve. This is my prediction: Tottenham. Tottenham will absolutely make it into the top four, 
because they what have to. No, no, yeah, because as Tottenham, they have to have something to blow by the end of the season, <laughs> and their top four position will be it. Although that's been Leicester the last two years. That has been Leicester. Leicester they've not, they've not seen the out. They've not seen out. They've not seen out a season at all. Conference League, I, I think. I think they'll get Europe of some kind. Is yeah. Brendan Rodgers in danger of becoming known as the the manager equivalent of Tottenham? Just a choke. A loser. Artist. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I know is. he won. He won the FA Cup last season, so a little bit of respect to his name. Yeah. And he's won a League Cup with Swansea. Was he the manager that did, or was that reverse? Did he win anything with Celtic? Oh, he won quite a few. Yeah, I was gonna say he won a bit with but Celtic. Then that didn't was he? when yeah. Rangers were still on the way up. Yeah, yeah. no, I appreciate it. No, I'm, I'm with you. It's nothing. Yeah. I, I could go um, there and win something with Celtic. Yeah, I reckon I could as well. To be fair, <laughs> I reckon um, I could win something with Celtic. And maintain my full-time job down here in London. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know if I'd be that cocky. Um, but I'll say, it, you attack the Germans, I'll attack the Scots. So, yeah, Brendan Rodgers. I just think, I mean, that game the other week, that it was the 94th minute and they were 2-1 oh, up. Against Tottenham. 12 yeah, seconds so left on the clock. How, How does that fuck? happen? Now, this isn't American football where it stops from time no. to time and the clock ticks. Mm. That is 12 seconds on the clock. Not only do you draw it, but you lose it. And I yeah. love the fact that about... Yeah. 20 seconds before that and Bergwijn that's not because Tottenham got, are good no that's just Bergwijn yeah. got the, the equaliser and the winner and about 20 seconds before he got his first equaliser Soyuncu was giving it the big one to him on the floor he was like get up you fucking that's little bitch or whatever and when, then no it's just the what you don't go to players on in that situation do you I mean it's just I don't when know, I, I would heard if that result Tottenham. I was a bit like he's just sure. at every turn that man just falls short doesn't he the only reason he won the FA Cup was because Tillemans decided to bang, bang in the world. Yeah. Um, but other than that, every time like they, every time they get close to top four, it's just not going to happen. Liverpool would do it. Yeah. So yeah, he should have won it if with he, I promise you, if he was manager the year they won the Premier League, Leicester would have never won a Premier League. I oh, have no God, doubt no. he'd have found a way to fuck that up. Yeah, I agree. Um, but yeah, so I think on that lovely note, is as good. As, oh wait, no, we can finish off. So I've put um, United. My my top four is City, Liverpool, Chelsea, United. I've then put Arsenal. I just think they've been consistent enough to get fifth. Um, West Ham at fifth and Spurs at seventh. Okay, I wouldn't have Spurs at seventh. I'm not even no. sure they'd make that. I, I think, think Spurs will be higher. I think you got. I think they're fifth. Wow. They probably You've done will. They, to be honest, they, on Spurs, they probably they will end up. I'm a Conte fan, yeah. No, I, well, I'm not. I hate the cunt, but um, <laughs> I don't know. Why do you hate him? Out of curiosity, I don't know. Because like they, I think it's because they stopped playing Kane at CDM. Oh, so he's because he's actually utilising yeah. England's best player. I mean, he's still not doing what much, he should be. I mean, he's he's improved. I think it's he's only five been in nine months. Five in nine, I think, under Conte, Harry Kane now. I mean, I was really harsh about Harry Kane last time. I called him a fraud. You so, did. Um, you were not nice. I mean, I, I still I don't remember think that. He, I mean, the five goals isn't enough to turn me completely. Okay, so no, I yeah, remember. Yeah. I remember him scoring the hat trick in the in the the first half hat trick for England as well. And I remember because we were at the airport at the time. Mm. Was, was that like, in the qualifiers? Yeah, and I was. I like, mean, sure, I didn't watch it. No, no, no. <laughs> I just remember checking in and being like, "Oh, I'll check that in ten minutes." And then I came back, and Kane had gone from nothing to a hat trick, and I was like, "Wow!" <laughs> yeah, and it around. Yeah, but I think I wouldn't make. A, I don't feel comfortable making a prediction on that top seven because I do think it's. Too I don't have this really weird. Apart from Chelsea, are definitely getting first. Apart from Liverpool and City, I don't, and and I think Chelsea will probably get top four. Yeah. Beyond that, I don't feel confident in any of the others to actually stick it out. It's going to be a case of who doesn't. Who doesn't? Yeah, it's yeah. going to be a case of who bottles it. Yeah, rather who than who's it who wins it. Yeah, who bottles yeah. it least. That's yeah. that's what it feels like to me. I might be wrong. Someone might go on a gr- on a great run. Maybe you know I might be. But I think I think so. the league the league title will come down to whether we beat City. That's going to be a big game. Yeah. That would then, if you you know, if you play City, if you win the next game in hand and play City, that reduces the, t- the the gap to three points. Yeah. Three points is doable. Yeah, you wouldn't you wouldn't consider that a though, done thing at all. You throw in that scenario and City don't win the league. That is a choking festival. That is. is. No, I, still I don't know if it is. I think it is. If you if you um, lose to Liverpool and then choke again because they'd have to lose again and Liverpool win again. Yeah. yeah. But or at least lose once, maybe another two times. It's, so it's that'd require three so losses. Yeah, my but that's what we did when we were leading. 
That's My I'm point is suddenly yeah. it's feasible. Three points. Like at the moment, it's nine points or whatever it is. And yeah. it's like, fucking hell, yes, yeah, there's to lose. But three points, you're like, yeah. could be anyone's. No, absolutely. But I, for me, I consider that choking if I was City. I'd be proper angry if I was a City. And fan. I'm glad you're not my football interactor or my mm. owner. Pep would be gone. <laughs> Pep out. He's just a fraud. He is a fraud. Absolutely, Ashley. I think he is a bit overrated, though. I think he's definitely lost a little bit of his shine in England. I think more than anything because a lot of managers have... Copied him. Yeah. And I think it's diluted how much superior... Also, it's that thing of sometimes... A lot of it's just down to the fact they can afford to buy the best players. If you come along and do something and you start a trend... There's every chance that someone's going to come along and do it better than you are. Yeah, and you were just is, the first he, to do it, which is huge. He was doing it imitating someone, Croy or influenced yeah, by Croy. But someone so. can come along and do what you do better. Yeah, and there's always a chance of that. Yeah, and I don't think that necessarily negates. I think that doesn't necessarily make whoever comes after him better because he was the first and he's done an incredible, like incredible he's job. Done a great job. My mm. the only reason why I think he's a bit overrated, overhyped, was because it's all money. Yeah, he's never done a lot of money. If you put him at Spurs, I don't know if he does. He's a good never job. done. I don't think he does a good he's job. He's never at Spurs. done a Brian Clough. No, no. I mean no. he's gone to Barca, Munich, and then City. Like, yeah, yeah, and that he's Barca not had team. To worry no, about how much money that he's Barca spent. and the Munich team All genuinely. Got, I know. I've, yeah. I've know. I said it about Scotland, <laughs> but that Barca team, that Munich team, I feel like I'd have won at least a cup with them. If I mean, I even if I was a terrible manager, yeah, I would have won at least something. Yeah. Absolutely, minimum two trophies. I'd, 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 I reckon I'll win the Champions League with that Barca team. Yeah, absolutely. You reckon you beat Arsenal in the final? <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. And then I'd still sign Thierry Henry afterwards. Absolutely. Mate, under that team, when Xhaka comes in and takes out, uh, you know, Messi, just completely yeah. chops him down from the throat. Yeah. Then we'll see what happens. Then we'll see where you're playing. <laughs> you and your yeah. Barca team. When Jack has got himself mate. sent off, mate, we've got Puyol back. Then we're fine. I forgot about that guy. Yeah, mate, that guy was a monster. Do we think? Do you think? Do you think Xavi will do a job at Barca, or do you think it's just no. bringing in a fan favourite so that no one gets annoyed? Yeah, I think he played a progressive system out in Saudi Arabia. Like he had them paying the ball on the ground. What are you like so a gambling addict? What are you following Saudi Arabian football for? Well, it's just what I've read. I've read that he played a progressive got style subscription to their league. I believe. Oh, yeah, someone reads. I lo- what well, I famously love those places and the people that run them, don't I? You do. True. You do. People in the Middle East. You're always telling me these fucking <laughs> Westerners. They're the problem. I've heard you want to base your marriage on their way of life. Yeah, I've heard the same things. I've heard I've heard I've heard your partner's just the first. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> She's part of a harem. A harem? Harem? I always call it a harem, but yeah, whatever. Harem works. But no, but like joke aside, like I don't know anything about him as a manager. No, no me neither. Me neither. You were the expert a minute ago. <laughs> no, I just read that he... I read a sentence that said Javi played a progressive style. Did, you, did you watch YouTube? No, yeah, I didn't. I hear that's a good place to learn things. It is a good place to learn. Expert. I've learned lots from YouTube, how dare you? Maybe you can share us sometime on the podcast. No, it's private. I, I've, you've sent me some of them. What? You've sent me some of them links. Some I've links. Some of them. The, the less personal stuff, yeah. Yeah, but when I'm, on, when I'm watching the dating videos and the love advice, and it's just for me, man. I know. Thanks for watching my dating advice videos, by the way. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm the most loyal viewer you have. You are. It's it's pretty much you and my mum, and I'm really disappointed that she it's needs weird dating your advice. Mum watches it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but your mum, what a woman! What a woman! I really don't want to end the podcast there. <laughs> I do. I really don't. I love that. Yeah. How do you feel about Jake's mum? <laughs> you know, I, w- I wish I would have seen her in a prime. Wow! <laughs> back, back, what does that even mean? Back in those ice skating days. Oh wow! Figure skating. Oh, honestly, right? Figure skating there. <laughs> this is this is horrendous. I, I don't like this. I would happily blade to glory her. What? No, no. <laughs> wow. Are you talking about the the finishing? I don't room? do it. I don't need to do it. Don't want to close my eyes. I don't know if I have to make this clear. No one, no one gets <laughs> intimate or serenades my mum. Or Blades of Glory's her. Or Blades of Glory's her at all. I would consider that intimate. 
I've never heard someone use that as a thing they're going to do to someone either. I'm going to blame No, and it's a shame. Yeah. I'd have quite liked it if it had been about anyone other than my mum. <laughs> <laughs> what about your dad? Borderline, we'll talk about it. Okay. <laughs> as long as we know where the lines are. It's a negotiation. And guys, that's great news for you. Um, <laughs> let us know what you think about what we've been saying. It'll be on the screen. But Jake, tell them where they can find us. They can find us at Swords Crossing on Twitter. Yep. They can find us at Crossing Swords on Facebook. Or if you just want to go on Tara Strong's page, follow <laughs> the links. She's bigging us up. You can find us at Crossing Swords underscore podcast on Instagram. You, you. And you can email us at crossingswords19 at gmail.com. And I think you should. We do. Yeah, yeah. I know we said it before. We want some more audience interaction. We Absolutely. want you guys to talk to us, ask us silly questions, serious also questions, advice. Tell us what you want to hear us talk about, absolutely. And if you want to write in and genuinely give us some of your problems uh, anonymously, we we would love to do what a, se- a section called Council of Bros. And we've got a, we've got can, another bro who can yeah. who can who can preside on the council. But also, if you if you see, you know, we've got a football correspondent. If you think you're worth being a correspondent of some kind, please reach out. I've I've heard that Crossing Swords One Nine is Crossing Swords tradition nearly every episode because fuck him. Uh, his name's Alex. Apparently, he was uh, quite I don't jealous know why. that Alex was coming on. I don't know why the fuck he wants an apology from me when you slag him off way more than I do. I said one <laughs> thing once. I put him out this of the job. This is what makes me think he doesn't listen because if he was listening, why would he want to come on? He's just disappointed you that you haven't invited him on. But he has a lot to offer. Yeah, I've seen that. I've seen his. <laughs> I've seen his I've only seen fans. His package. He, he can bring <laughs> his YouTube education. Yeah, to the floor. That's true. And he's he's a linguist, as we know. He's good at. Uh, setting routes, he knows how to get through places, even if he's never been there before. Yeah. It's true. We um, should do that. We should get him on, and we should just do a challenge. Oh, I'm setting this out for you now. We should <laughs> just do a challenge where we say, "Right, we're in Bath. Get from the station to the Golden Lion Pub. Go, <laughs> and just watch him. Yeah, take us there. If you yeah. want to win a bet within five seconds, <laughs> yeah, bless him. But yeah, I mean, look, I'd have Alex on. Obviously, I've known the guy a long time. I have a good laugh with him. Um, let us know, Alex, what you want to come on and talk about. Yeah. Um, but football-wise, I think we're pretty much covered. I think uh, <laughs> we're having some real <laughs> issues here. Right oh. as we got to the end, it seems like the uh, the pets are not behaving. No. So, guys, on that uh, note, we will see you next time. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. Bye.